0: On the flow, now my jewelry box froze, fuck up bowl, fuck up stove, counted millions in a cold, bad bitch, booted swole, got a on bank rope, can't fold, Doesn't no, head
1: shot, case close, close, close. What is up, guys? It's Andy Priscilla, and this is the show for the real and say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society. Welcome to motherfucking reality, guys. What's up? We got Q and AF today. That is where you submit the Qs and I give you the AFs. Uh sometimes, and now if you're new, I always do the Well, I got to do the run through. Uh, Sometimes when you tune in, you will get CTI. Okay. CTI is cruise the internet. That is more of our society culture part of the show. Um, We throw up headlines on the screen, usually three of them, sometimes four, and we talk shit and we make fun of it. And uh, we talk about what may be true, what probably isn't. And then we talk about how we can solve that problem as uh, individuals collectively. Sometimes we tune in, we'll have real talk. Real talk is uh, five to 20 minutes of just real talk. It's what it sounds like. And then sometimes we have full length. And full length is what you're used to when you watch some of these other guys who are great interviewers. Just a fair warning, I'm not one of those guys. I am a terrible interviewer, uh, but I'm funny enough that it makes up for it, at least in my own fucking mind. Uh, Guys, so when it comes to Q&AF, submit your questions. Make them about anything that you want to know about. All right? uh, you could submit those questions to guys, email those questions into ask at andyforseller.com. And it could be about life. It could be about business. It could be about how, you know, uh, what, what do I think about this and this, and this, whatever it is that you want to know, this is your chance to know. Okay. So, uh, we do have a fee for the show and the fee is very simple. Uh, please tell somebody, okay. I, I don't charge, uh, or I don't take money for ads on the show because I don't want to answer to other people. I want to, I want to keep my content pure uh and in exchange i just asked you guys help us grow the show so that's how we that's how we operate here and uh so yeah what's up man what's going on man oh it's been a weird fucking couple days
0: yeah it sure has yeah
1: i'm gonna get into that on 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 a different episode but yeah um i spent the last two days in and out of the hospital and doctor's office with my uh i have atrial fibrillation in my heart i've had it for 15 years 14 years and I got a really important story that I want to tell about that regarding our healthcare system, but I'm not going to get into that right now because honestly, I will get so fucking angry yeah. that it will ruin the rest of the show. Yeah. So we'll save that for a different show because I'm actually, for the first time in the last two days, in a not wanting to murder every yeah.
0: single human mood. Well, they probably actually already heard this show, heard that show, heard you talk about it. Maybe. I'm yeah, just saying possible. I'm yeah. just saying
1: for us, yeah. I'm not handling it right now. Okay. <laughs> uh, we got you know let's let's keep it positive yeah. today, all uh-huh. right uh but, but by the way our healthcare system is completely fucked yeah completely fucked like bro i've never been so grateful in my entire life to be someone who is of financial ability and have good people and connections in my life than i have been the last two days like mm-hmm.
0: it's important man
1: it, dude really is and and what it brought attention to me and i'll get into the details at a later time but what it made me understand is there really is only certain ways to be free in our current society and you have to have financial means. It's very, very important for you guys to pursue success yeah. because I, what I witnessed made me really fucking sad for people that have to deal with these people and mm-hmm. what they do. It made me really fucking sad. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, I'm not too proud to admit, you know, it's been a minute since I've been out and and had to live in the world that everybody else has to live in you know for a long time i've been doing very well in life um and that gives you options and you know that was the first this is the first time i've been treated like everybody else in that mm-hmm. regard in a long time and it really fucking opened my eyes to some big problems and it's actually motivated me to do more even more than than, than what we do here yeah. to help fix some of these problems because the way that some of these people were treated bro Man, it fucking it it it's a mixture of complete sadness and complete fucking anger. You know, like that dude we saw that one dude we yeah, saw.
0: Yeah. Bro. You either better start fucking loving winning or you're gonna fucking hate losing, bro. Yeah, bro. It's, and and dude, unfortunately,
1: the only way to get around it is to have some fucking connections and to have some money. Yeah. And um, I'll talk about that on a different show, but I, I can't get that angry again. No, that's really I really weird. can't for my health. Physically, you can't. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so what we got today, bro? Well, I, got, I got some good ones for you. I know. You always do. <laughs> That's, uh, let's By the way, up. tell everybody where to follow. You guys need to be following DJ.
0: Uh, guys, follow me on I, uh, IG at Officially D. Johnson. Yeah. Appreciate We're going to start the, doing uh, a lot more levels.
1: content together and um, you yeah, know, video will. stuff with the new platform and more comedy stuff. And actually for all the guys here. So you're going to get to know all of them a lot better. But uh, uh, make sure you're following DJ. Appreciate it, man.
0: Well, let's, uh, let's get this in. Uh, Andy, question number one. Andy, I'm in the process of starting my own business, okay? I have been a leader with my current employer for a few years. I've made a significant impact on the development of its leaders. As I prepare to open this business, I've always envisioned starting it with new employees and leaders. However, there have been several leaders at my current job uh, that have expressed a strong desire to work at my organization. I have never poached people and would never want to steal people from a previous employer. But then again, I care about these people and know that my business and culture would have a profound impact on their life and leadership journey. What are your thoughts? How do you know? Hmm.
1: How do you know that's true? How do you know you're going to be a great operator of a business and you're not just great inside of a business? Hmm. You don't know. And for that reason, my, my answer to that question would be, Another question, which is, how do you know you're doing the best for these people that you say you genuinely care about by removing them from a stable situation where they have, they're have they doing well yeah. uh, to create something brand new? Because the economic time of, yeah. yeah. And I'm, I'm saying this, a, I'm not trying to knock you, okay? I, I understand why you think the way you think, but we also have to be real that operating a business and working inside of a business are completely fucking different things. And <clears throat> if you truly care about those people, then, how I would look at it is okay, I need to go out and make sure that I can take care of these people because that's the real leadership, dude. Like, like pe- you guys think, not you guys, but most people think that owning a business is about getting wealthy. And, and you know, like you guys see, this, like, you know, the big houses and the cars and the fucking private travel and all these things, but that's not really what it's about. What it's really about is your ability to care for the people inside your organization and to lead the organization in such a way that they are able to uh, succeed within that. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, what about these people's families? What right. about their futures? What You really don't know what you think you know is what I'm trying to point out. Because you might be really good inside and it, you might have a big learning curve on the outside. Now, I'm not saying you can't do it because you probably can. Mm-hmm. okay but what i am saying is there's going to be a learning curve and so maybe the way to think about this would be a little bit like maybe i should go out and prove that i've got something going this operational model let's yes make it work. before yeah. i get these people to give up whatever it is over here yeah and that's i think that's the responsible way if you really care like you say you do i think that's the responsible way to look at that situation yeah um you know leadership in, in an organization like for me like this is no longer and it hasn't been for a long time, but like what I do is no longer about me. It's about them. Yeah. And because it's about them, that's why our organization continues to move forward. Mm-hmm. And the most pressure that I feel as an entrepreneur and the things that keep me up at night are not about myself. It's about the people in my organizations, even you guys in this room, that, I wanna make sure that I'm creating the best opportunity for you guys and for these guys out here, out these windows, right? And that, that's the pressure. The pressure is not greed. Like a lot mm-hmm. of people see it as greed. It's right. not fucking greed, bro. Right. I'm already rich. Like I fucking have every every fucking thing that I could ever want. Like I don't even want any more shit. <laughs> like I really don't. Like, dude, I have an expen- <laughs> a very expensive unique car mm-hmm. that I've been trying to get delivered to my house for two fucking weeks. And I haven't been able to get it delivered because I'm so busy trying to make sure that everything's going smooth for everything else. And, you know, that's what it ends up being about. And if you're not really about that life, if you're not really about building something for the people within your organization where they can also succeed, they will never be bought in and you'll Mm -hmm. never have the opportunity to have a nice car like that delivered to your home. Yeah, yeah. So there's a skewed way of thinking that I think is completely wrong. Where, you know, and we're seeing this, right? Like Mm -hmm. we're seeing people become more aware. I'm talking about from employee standpoint of opportunities that they can do without having to live within the framework of someone else's dream, right? That means that your dream has to fit their dream within it, right? And so it's very important for you to really, truly understand that if you want to grow something that's of any real uh, substance, and so we have a lot of people out there that, that are very driven and they're not understanding that the way to really get where you want to go is to make it about them. Mm-hmm. Because if you make it about them, guess what they're going to do? They're going to make it about you. That they're going to make it about you. Yeah. So if you really care about these people, you should go out. You should establish uh, some, some real world results. Mm-hmm. Keep in contact with them. Keep, be friendly with them. But understand that if you get them to leave their career and you end up fucking, bro, that's, that's on you. Mm-hmm. And that's a terrible fucking thing, bro. That's, you're not gonna like living with that. You know, I've, I have been doing this long enough where there's a number of individuals that I can recall by name that I think about all the fucking time that I know I fucking failed as poor leader. Mm. And, bro, it bothers me. Like, I, I have to live with that. Yeah. It's, not, it's not a good thing. Knowing that they could, they could have been more. Like the potential... Had I handled it differently. Yeah, yeah. Had I handled it differently. Yeah. Now, I'm not excusing the responsibility of everybody. Yeah. But when we talk about owning the... Weak-ass shit. Yeah. yeah, Like, bro, like, look, every single one of those people, they had their problems too. But I also... I also... I'm the leader. Mm -hmm. So I have to own that. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, I think that's a, a more responsible way to think about it because when we get excited about a business, you know, everybody has these ideas about their business that's going to be the best greatest thing ever and we're going to succeed and win Mm -hmm. and do all these things and it all sounds good and it's okay to think like that and it's okay to want to have your friends involved but man you got to make sure it's real and that's very important because other people's way of life other people's survival other people's ability to feed their families relies on that yeah and i take that responsibility very seriously yeah because i've been doing this long enough to know what it feels like to fail that and you don't want that on you, bro. It's a shitty fucking feeling. Now, is it a reality of building something? Are you going to avoid that completely? Absolutely not. You are going to experience that along the road, regardless of how careful you are. But when we're talking about a startup, right. that's very, there's, there's a very high probability statistically that you're not going to make this exact startup work. Most of my startups have failed. That's what people don't realize. Most of the business concepts that I've personally tried have failed, mm. okay? Now, had I got all my fucking friends to leave their careers and join up in there, where the fuck would they be now? Right. That's all I'm saying. So right. that's how I would think about it.
0: I think, I think that's the thing, though, you talk about, man. It's like, that, that's the ethical entrepreneurship that I don't think, I think most people are trying to get back to now, you know what I'm saying? But like, there has to be a, a really big part of ethical responsibility and decisions that
1: are made well it's it's a it's a massive key to your own personal success that's what people miss like it's not this isn't just some touchy-feely shit right that i'm out here spewing because it sounds good <laughs> right. it's actually strategically uh important to your own personal success that you operate that way
0: yeah Yeah. No, that's real man. like
1: you can't what i'm saying is you can't win without that yeah like on a you can win a little bit but you can't win big
0: yeah that's real uh, moving along, uh, Andy, question number two. Uh, Andy, I'm a Marine Corps veteran just starting out uh, on my career in the fire service. I'm in pretty good physical shape. Uh, my mindset has been overall pretty good. I was told by one of my instructors, who's fat and out of shape, uh, that my attitude has come off as, quote, an arrogant asshole who thinks he's better than everyone else. Um, this is his leader? This is his leader, okay. who's fat and out of shape. Okay. Um, and I should, quote, check my ego at the door. From my perspective, uh, I've been the most uplifting and team-driven person around and constantly pushing everyone around me to be better. Am I misunderstood, or is there a fine line between trying to be a good leader and being a cocky, arrogant asshole? I
1: think that there could be a couple things going on there. One, if he if you're in good shape and he's not, yeah, there's a human level of fucking insecurity there. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. The leadership structure that you're in, doesn't fucking matter because as a man, he's recognizing that you are a more equipped male species than he is. Right. There's going to be some natural jealousy there just because of the way that people are wired. Yeah. So as someone who's trying to become a good leader, you, you need to be aware of that. And it mm-hmm. sounds like maybe, you, maybe you're not aware of that. And maybe what could fix this situation would be a conversation with that leadership Saying, "Hey, look, bro. I'm not trying to step on your toes. I'm actually trying to do this and this and this, and maybe get closer to that person as opposed to trying to fight that person, especially if they're actually in a leadership position where they have control over where you go and how you move. Right? Right. You're very you. It's very rare that, and you could say this is right or wrong, but I'm just telling you the way it fucking is. It's very rare that someone in a leadership structure will leapfrog somebody." Mm-hmm. right like this man has some fucking power over your position development you and know. i'm not saying go kiss his ass i'm not saying any of that shit like you guys interpret but what i'm saying is maybe understand where he's coming from on that aspect and maybe maybe have a conversation like hey bro and i'm not saying like hey look i know you're fat and, and right. like i'm ripped and like you know <laughs> that's not what i'm saying what i'm right. saying is, is maybe make your intentions uh, uh, communicate them a little better to your leadership and say hey look dude i'm trying to do this and this and this and this and this and we're definitely on the same page with that. Right. And I'm trying to help. And here's the resistance I'm feeling from you. You know, can we squash this and move forward? Because I want to be an asset to you. Right. And make those intentions known. That, that's the first thing that, that could really be affecting it. And I would say that's probably it. Yeah. Not, you can't control his insecurities. No, you can't. Yeah. But what you can do is you can help that leader actually be better by understanding, by being smart. And understanding that um, there are some insecurities there and you don't want to like poke at them. Yeah. You wanna you wanna be aware of them and then tactfully navigate those things. And maybe it's something like you invite the dude to train with you. Right. Maybe it's something like you actually help pick him up and and be better. And like, you know, maybe this could be your best fucking friend that you've ever fucking met because of that. Yeah. So how many oh, times has that happened? Yeah. A, a lot. <laughs> a lot. Actually, <laughs> yeah. most of my best friends, I fucking hated when I met them. Mm real talk yeah, like most of my right. best friends i fucking hated when i first met them. real shit
0: you know why i, mean, I hated you're him you're
1: the same that's right yeah i'm you yeah. You're yeah. me <laughs> yeah. you're not as good of a me as i am a me right right, right? right. like it's like fuck you man Yeah. No, what's but, your name yeah. yeah so like we we have to we have to like be aware of that yeah you know like your competitors usually end up being the people that you can relate with the most. Mm-hmm. And some of the most rewarding relationships I have in my life started out with, with being a competitor, including my own fucking business partner, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, we played high school football together. We played the same positions on both sides of the ball. And guess what? He was fucking better than me. And mm-hmm. I fucking hated it. Yeah. <laughs> okay? <laughs> like, you, bro, you know me as good as anybody. Yeah. How competitive am I? Yeah, you're pretty fucking competitive. Yeah. And Chris was a better fucking athlete than me. Yeah. And, like, that was hard for me to swallow, right? here we are yeah right we've done some cool shit together because we were able to put that aside yeah and and dude one of the things that makes chris and i's relationship and sal's and i's bro sal and i are fucking highly competitive but what makes our relationships actually work is the respect and understanding of each other's insecurities and to not Mm. poke on them but actually pull them along with you
0: yeah well i mean being honest too about the strengths and weaknesses yeah you
1: have to be real dude like it does no good to pretend that you are better at something than you actually are. you right. You have right. to have a realistic view of yourself if you want to improve. Yeah. Like, I know the things that Sal is much better than me at. And I, I know that he knows the things that I'm better at. Right. Same with Chris.
0: There's an understanding. Yes. There. Yeah. There's
1: things that Chris yeah. is much better than me at, and there's things that I'm better than him at. And we value that in each other instead of compete over it. Yeah.
0: That's so, bro. Because
1: yeah. you don't want to do the shit that he's good at. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't. Yeah. Well, when it com- well, the funny thing is, is when it comes to Chris- we are naturally good at the opposite things. Yeah. So that's what makes it work so good. When it comes to Sal, we're actually both really good at the same fucking things. Mm. And so there's a competitive nature there. You know what I'm saying? And that's why every two years or three years, we get in a fucking literal fist fight. There's a rut season. Yeah, fucking right, bro. (laughs) You know. But you know what? Out of all those battles comes mutual love and respect. It's real shit. For sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, I'd kill motherfuckers for either one of them dudes. Like, no question. Like, it wouldn't even be a fucking... Like, bro, if they called me and, like just in that movie, The Town, where that dude's like, hey, mm-hmm. you can't ask any questions. Uh, we're going to hurt some people. And, and he says, what car are you taking? That's right. what it is.
0: That's it, yeah. Yeah, and
1: that's, that's what you want. So maybe this is an opportunity for you to develop that with your current leadership.
0: Yeah. it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, Andy, our third and final question, uh, question number three. I started an apparel company, and I've had it for about four <laughs> years now shit's hard yeah fucking shit's hard i can tell my fire and passion to learn more and grow in this area is starting to diminish mm. uh i'm not sure if it's a really long rough patch right now um that i need to just work through but i've heard you always say the magic is in not quitting mm-hmm. but at what point if there is one do you pivot and turn your attention to starting over or building another business if your heart isn't in it uh, and especially isn't in what you're what you're doing anymore.
1: Okay. So there is not a single thing that any of you could do that you will do from here today until the end of your life that you're going to feel good about all the time. It's not going it's hmm. not it's not a realistic expectation. And a lot of the real the unrealistic expectation around this comes from these fuckers online that I talk shit about all the time, yep. which are these overly fucking touchy-feely, you know, spiritual fucking sort of victim culture type personality. Because
0: the moment you, you're out of that, you, you start feeling like a piece of shit yeah. for not feeling that way. Yeah, bro. Yeah. And they, yeah. they make
1: it feel like you're completely off base mm-hmm. for feeling a little bit uh, not in it or even Super a lot fun. not in it. Exactly. For extended periods of time. Okay? So I want to be very honest with you guys. If you think that I love being and doing what I do every fucking day you're fucking insane. Mm. Like, there are days that I've literally, and bro, you know this, that I wanna fucking murder people. Yeah. Okay. And by <laughs> the way, there's stints of time where I'm angry at like everybody in our fucking company. Mm. It has nothing to do with them. Right. It has to do with me. Mm. Okay. And so you have to understand that as a human, we are going to go through ebbs and flows of feeling great and loving what we do. And then feeling like, fuck, dude, I'm wasting my fucking life. This is bullshit. Bro, that's normal. That's how it goes. And this idealistic idea that everything is sunshine and rainbows all the fucking time does way more harm than good because what it does is it convinces people like this person who's asking this question to stop the minute they don't feel fucking great about something. Mm -hmm. And if you do that and the natural tendency for human beings is to go with ebbs and flows, and you quit whatever it is you're fucking doing every time it starts to get that way, how can you ever become what it is you're trying to become? Because whatever it is that you do, whether it's, you know, like, bro, right now, like, you, you, like right now, like, I fucking love what I do because I just got off fucking this massive injury. I'm able to train hard. Mm-hmm. I'm in the shit. I'm using our products. I'm getting excited about all these new things that we have going on, so I fucking love it. Yeah. But, bro, the last year, I fucking hated it. Okay, and that's normal. What had what would have happened if I come in here the last year, the last twelve months, where I've been struggling mentally because I couldn't physically be involved in what the fuck we actually do? Had I just quit hmm. and say, so, you know what, I'm fucking done. I'm gonna go. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go sell fucking butterfly memorabilia, like hmm. because I'm into that right now. Okay. Like, where the fuck? What would happen? I'd fucking get my ass beat, mm-hmm. okay? So we can't jump from thing to thing to thing to thing every fucking time we're not feeling our heart in it, mm-hmm. okay? You have to take a step back and be aware of yourself and aware of the reality that as a human being, it's just like a marriage or it's just like a friendship or it's just like anything. Yeah. Like, bro, there's times where you are not going to look at your best friend and be like, you, you know, super fucking, you're going to be like, man, I'm fucking kind of tired of that dude right? right, And then right. you don't talk for a couple weeks and then guess what? It goes right back to the way it was and things are good. And like, dude, these are things that we have to understand as human beings are reality mm-hmm. and operating outside of reality in the idealistic mindset, which is so popular on the fucking internet. Yep. You know, all you motherfuckers get sucked into this shit and you don't understand that you're starting to believe that the world is a way that it actually isn't. And then you feel like, you're screwing up and it actually does screw you up because you're making decisions that aren't in line with reality. Mm -hmm. And so my advice to you would be for you to realize that what you're going through is absolutely normal and you have years of experience in this company, which by the way, I'm also in that kind of industry and it's very difficult. And there are times where it really sucks. It's just part of the deal. And so we have to be aware of that as entrepreneurs and people who are pursuing success, that if we quit every single time that we don't feel like it or that we get burnt out or that we lose our heart, you know, or our heart sign in it, bro, you can't get anywhere just by pure fucking default. Like it's just, if you quit, if you run a fucking marathon, okay. And every time you get tired at six miles in or 10 miles in or 11 miles in or 20 miles in. How can you ever finish the fucking race? Right. You can't. And that's how you should think about it. There's no motherfucker that ever finished a fucking marathon that finished the marathon thinking, man, that was fucking easy. Right. Man, that was great the whole time. That was awesome. There's no motherfucker that completely transformed their entire body. 75 hard, live hard. Episode 208. It's fucking free. This will, that will teach you what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. It will will literally teach you in fucking less, in 75 days and over the course of a year to understand the concept I'm talking about is that you have to push through even when you're not in it mentally or fucking heart wise. Physically sometimes. Yeah, bro. Yeah. 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 Even sometimes it's like you can't, but you got to make yourself do it. Mm -hmm. And that's where the juice is. That's where the win is. That's the magic that you're looking for. It's in the perseverance. It's in the fortitude. It's in the grit. It's in the discipline that you're creating by pushing through these difficult times. And every time you push through that in your business, you're becoming a more effective, more form- formidable, more dangerous entrepreneur. Yeah. So, and and, a, and a, a more well-rounded human being, to be completely honest. So you have to do that. If you don't do it, you're going to suck in life. So my advice to you would be, say, have a real conversation with yourself. If, am I, is my heart really not in it? Or am I just going through a phase? Yeah. And, the, and I could tell you from my experience that there's a 99.999% chance that you're going through a fucking phase mm. and don't fucking quit. Would you, would
0: you say that it would be safe to, to do like, maybe give yourself like an ultimatum, like, well, okay, if, Hey, listen, I'm gonna put well, the next hundred days. I'm going to go fucking balls in. If At the end of that 100 days, I'm still not there. All right,
1: maybe. Well, well, that's a great way to create momentum. You yeah. could say, hey, I'm going to give the next 100 days everything I fucking got and then yeah. see how I feel. Yeah. Reevaluate. Yeah. Great, great idea. Yeah. But you got to make sure that you actually give 100% on those 100 days because yeah. what will end up happening is you'll create a new life and a new, a new passion and a new momentum for your business. Think of it like this. Think of the last four years. Think of all the shit you've gone through to get where the fuck you are. Mm -hmm. Think of all the struggle, all the pain, all the conversations, all the disappointments, all the wins, all the cool stuff, and have a real honest conversation about evaluating that and then asking yourself, do you want to go through that all over again with something else? Because I bet you don't. Mm -hmm. Because those first four years are the fucking hardest, bro. Mm -hmm. And if you quit now, you're going to be quitting your whole entire life. So, that's how I think about it.
0: It's fucking real, man. I fucking love it.
1: Well, guys, Andy, that is three. Yeah. Nice short episode. Yeah. Uh and
0: sometimes they get they, they get it the job it done is. that's just, right just just, just as like much that, as a yeah that 45 that. minute
1: you know session. Yeah that 30, sometimes a quickies is a good thing, huh? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> All right guys, that's the show. I appreciate you Uh please share the show. Yeah, We're from sleeping on the floor, now my jewelry, box froze, fuck up bowl, fuck up stove, counted millions in a cold
0: bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bank rope, can't fold, Doesn't no, head shot, case closed, Close.